Welcome to Brookings First United Methodist Church and our podcast, Messages from First United Methodist Brookings. This podcast is an audio version of Pastor Pete Grassow's sermons from the First United Methodist Church in Brookings, South Dakota. You can watch the full services online anytime on our website at brookingsmethodist.org or at the link in the episode notes. On behalf of Pastor Pete and our entire church family, thank you for joining us. Our reading for today found in the Gospel of St. John, chapter 12. If you'd like to read along, feel free to do so. We're going to read verses 1 to 8. I want to take us to the home of Mary, Martha, and Lazarus. They lived in Bethany, just outside of Jerusalem, and it would seem that they were personal friends with Jesus and that he often stopped here to rest. Jesus has been through a tough few weeks. He has been teaching in the temple in Jerusalem, and some of the temple leaders wanted to stone him for his teaching. They accused him of insulting God. He then left Jerusalem and traveled to the Jordan River where John the Baptist used to teach and invited people to come out of Jerusalem to listen to him. And then he heard that his friend Lazarus was ill and by the time he got back to Bethany, Lazarus had died. And so Jesus went through the grief of losing his friend and endured the anger of the sisters of Lazarus for not coming sooner. And then the mystery of praying at the tomb of Lazarus and seeing his friend walk out of the tomb. Is it any surprise that Jesus then withdrew into the wilderness to recover his strength? And then an invitation came from Lazarus, come and celebrate with me. Let's listen to how John describes it. I read from John 12, beginning at verse 1. Six days before Passover, Jesus came to Bethany, home of Lazarus, whom Jesus had raised from the dead. Lazarus and his sisters hosted a dinner for him. Martha served, and Lazarus was among those who joined him at the table. Then Mary took an extraordinary amount, almost three quarters of a pound, of very expensive perfume made of pure nard. She anointed Jesus' feet with it, then wiped his feet dry with her hair. The house was filled with the aroma of the perfume. Judas Iscariot, one of his disciples, the one who was about to betray him, complained. This perfume was worth a year's wages. Why wasn't it sold and the money given to the poor? He said this not because he cared about the poor, but because he was a thief. He carried the money bag and would take what was in it. Then Jesus said, Leave her alone. This perfume was used in preparation for my burial, and this is how she's used it. You will always have the poor among you, but you won't always have me. Just so far. And we thank God for John and for his description In fact, all four of the gospel writers tell the story about Jesus. 
a story where Jesus is sitting with some friends when a woman approaches him and anoints him. But each of the Gospel writers tells the story in a slightly different way. There are different people present at the meal. The meal itself takes place in different locations and the woman involved is not always clear. Now, I am aware of the lively discussion about these differences, but I'm not getting into it today because my passion is living a Jesus-pleasing life. And so I'm going with the way John describes this event because the way John tells stories about Jesus is quite deliberate. He uses the stories of Jesus so that we can follow Jesus better. John tells us Jesus is at the home of Mary, Martha and Lazarus. We are told that they hosted a dinner in honor of Jesus. And we can only assume it's a celebration of the prayers of Jesus and the way Lazarus was returned to life. And then, and then a surprising turn of events. We almost are hearing a repeat of the earlier story of Martha and Mary and Jesus. Listen to John. I'm going to quote. Lazarus and his sisters hosted a dinner for him. Martha served Lazarus was among those who joined him at the table. It's almost like we've heard this all before. Martha was serving, the men were gathered with Jesus, and where was Mary? The last time we heard a story like this, Mary sat among the men at the feet of Jesus. And yes, Mary is at the feet of Jesus again. But this time things are different because Mary is serving Jesus alongside of Martha. Mary anoints the feet of Jesus with very expensive perfume. Now, I know this is something we do not easily understand because washing feet in our culture is something private. We do not wash our feet in public. Even at Easter, when I've suggested that we have a foot washing ceremony as part of the Holy Week services, I'm told people won't like it. But Jesus lived in a culture of foot washing. In the time of Jesus, you wore sandals, you walked dusty roads, you reclined around a low table for your meal, and it was considered good manners to wash the feet of your guests before sharing a meal. So people did not have a problem with having their feet cleaned. In the story told by John, no one had a problem with Mary cleaning Jesus' feet. The problem came with what Mary used to clean his feet. Listen again to how John describes it. John 12 verse 3. Then Mary took an extraordinary amount, almost three quarters of a pound, a very expensive perfume made of pure nard. She anointed Jesus' feet with it, then wiped his feet dry with her hair. Judas Iscariot complained. This perfume was worth a year's wages. Why wasn't it sold and the money given to the poor? So let me try to paraphrase what I think Judas is saying. I can hear Judas saying, Why is Mary cleaning his feet in such a costly way? Why give Jesus the very best of what you have? You could have done this a whole lot cheaper. And suddenly the story comes alive to those of us who are listening to it. 
it's like we can hear the writer of the story saying to us, Do you hear the point of me telling you the story? And maybe I should stop speaking and ask you to tell me what you think is going on here. Could it be that like Judas, we too struggle to understand this act of Mary? You see, we live in a culture that seeks to give as little as possible for maximum return. And we are conditioned to ask, what returns do I get on my investment? You and I do not live in a world that encourages giving extravagantly and generously without thought of getting a return. It's almost a second breath to say, well, what's in it for me? And even us pastors fall for this. I've heard preachers who use this phrase, when prayers go up, blessings come down. Do you hear the conditional exchange? Give Jesus your prayers so that you get something in return. But Mary does not do that. She gives of the very best she has with no thought of any return. She gives simply because she's grateful. Her gift is her expression of love. And so today I'm inviting us to be challenged by Mary to discover the joy of giving without any expectation of return, to give simply because you want to bless someone. I am challenging you to find some tired feet that you can anoint. Yes, yes, you can do this literally. Try this on someone you love. Offer to massage their feet. Put some expensive lotion on them or give them a foot bath. But I actually want to invite us to imagine bigger than this. Offer to assist someone who's tired from being on their feet all day. Give them a break. Cook a meal for them. Do the shopping for them. Surprise them by cleaning their yard. Be the perfume that blows into their life and blesses them with joy. And do it with no expectation of return. Do it as an expression of gratitude for this amazing gift of life that we all have been given. And do not look for reward in return. And so today we give thanks for Mary of Bethany. Mary who set an example of the generous, unconditional, gracious love of God. Thank you for listening to this message from First United Methodist Brookings. To get every message delivered to you, subscribe to this podcast for free and leave us a review wherever you get your podcasts. You can always find more information about our services and outreach on our website at brookingsmethodist.org and on our Facebook page at Brookings First United Methodist Church. On behalf of Pastor Pete, and all of Brookings First United Methodist Church, thank you for listening. This podcast was produced by Sam Becker on behalf of First United Methodist Church in Brookings, South Dakota. Intro and outro music was performed by our praise team under CCLI license number 936719, streaming plus license number 210-39161. Visit brookingsmethodist.org for more information.